You're listening to the 50 by 50 podcast for the young at heart woman who is looking to get the most out of life as she steps up to 50 and beyond. Hey there, this is Rochelle Marie. Welcome to this episode of the 50 by 50 podcast where we're going to be talking about trying new things. Now this podcast started because I'm turning 50 this year and I thought I would challenge myself to try 50 new things before my birthday. And I want to encourage you, my lovely listener, to get the most out of life. And my strong belief is that part of getting the most out of life involves trying new things. So. In today's episode, I am going to dive a bit more into trying new things. Why would we do it? I mean, life is pretty comfortable when we stick with the tried and true, right? I get it. My husband and I are quite different when it comes to trying new things. I have what I'd call an adventurous spirit, and I've tried new things for as long as I can remember. I think I have a strong sense of FOMO. Uh, If you don't know what that means, that's fear of missing out. My husband, on the other hand, feels much happier with the known. If we go to restaurants, he likes his favorites. And when we go to order, he finds it really difficult to go past the one that he's always had that he knows he likes. But I have to admit, he is a lot more open to trying new things now than he used to be. I think that's through a combination of him seeing the joy that I get out of it and possibly my subtle teasing. So why is trying new things a good idea? There are lots of reasons and today I'm going to cover my top three. First, and this is a big one guys, I learned this recently, but trying new things creates stronger memories. We had our younger kids staying with us over the school holidays, as happens with blended families, and I had gone and booked four nights away at a friend's house by the beach as she was going out of town. My youngest stepdaughter is 14, and she takes after her father in her lack of enthusiasm in trying new things. So she was a little bit apprehensive in going on this trip, and she asked why we needed to go. I chatted with her about how many holidays we'd spent together and how they were always fun and we enjoyed ourselves, which we do. But I said, when we look back on all of them, are there any that stand out? Are there any that you actually remember apart from all of the other ones? Of course, there was one that I'd forgotten about, which is the one she brought up, and that was the holidays her dad and I had got married. Luckily, I could tie that into what I was about to say, though, which was... Yes, I'm so happy you have that memory. And when we do things out of the ordinary, when we do new things, we create memories. Unfortunately, that story doesn't have a happy ending. Uh, COVID managed to get in the way of our interstate trip, but I think you get my point. When I look back on my 50 years on the planet, it's the new things I've tried that stand out in my memory bank. Like the time I tried a fish on a stick in Japan, or the time I launched a book and spoke in front of a hundred plus women at a lunch event. Even my very first kiss, which honestly was quite ordinary, and I didn't really need to remember it, 
but it was new, so it created a memory. And according to Meek Wicking, the author of The Art of Making Memories, and I may have pronounced that name incredibly wrong, happy memories are an important ingredient in present happiness. Now, one of the things I learned the other day about creating memories is it actually makes your life go a little bit slower. So Robin and I were talking about this on last week's episode, uh, where when you're younger, you're doing so many new things and creating so many memories that time seems to go quite slowly. And as we get older and we're doing the same thing again and again, the newness of things isn't there as often. And so time kind of blends into one another and gives that illusion that it's going faster. So there you go. If you want Christmas to be that little bit further away this year than last year, take some time to do some new things. Okay, number two, doing new things makes you learn more about yourself. Now, I feel like at this age, we think we know ourselves pretty well. We think we know our likes. We think we know our dislikes. We think we know how the world works and the right way to go about things. I mentioned this on last week's podcast as well, but I don't know about you. I thought that at 20, I thought it at 30 and again at 40. In fact, I've thought that so many times now that I finally realized there's a high chance I know very little and that everything I think I know could change again and probably will by the time I'm 60. What I do know is I can definitely learn more about myself about what I like, what I dislike, about what I'm capable of, what I'm good at, and honestly not so good at, by trying new things, even things I think I wouldn't like. As part of my 50 by 50 list this month, I made a souffle, the first time ever. And this taught me three things about myself. One, I'm mediocre at making souffles at best. And no doubt I could get better if I decided to practice. Except I also learned I'm just fine not making another souffle. Third thing I learned was souffles are closer to omelettes than scones, which is what I've spent my whole life up until now believing, as I'd never even tasted one. I've learned in the past that tandem skydiving is not for me. Not because it's too scary, uh, and it is a little bit, but more because it's cold and my eyes watered ridiculously on the way down. And honestly, a lot of it was kind of boring. I know, I'm going to get some hate for that one. I've also learned that cherry ripe stout is freaking delicious. I'm not going to say I love every new thing I try. And to me, that's part of the fun. So again, I'm going to encourage you, try new things, learn a bit more about yourself. Okay, the third reason why trying new things is a good idea is it gives you something to talk about, which has a whole host of benefits, including making more genuine connections with others. And ultimately, it helps you be more successful in your career or your business because those things are all about connections. I remember when the kids were young and for me, every day felt like a lot of sameness. It felt like nappies, feeding, bath, sleeps, 
and repeat. And I honestly felt like I had nothing to talk about. And I love to talk and to connect with people. And so it felt like a really tough time for me. My husband would go out to work and come home and he had things to talk about. And I felt like I was just boring. It's not that I didn't love the kids and the opportunity to be with them. I'm not moaning, but the difference between sameness and new experiences is very stark to me when I think back on those times. Now I've got plenty to talk about and also plenty to listen for as I'm fascinated by what others have tried too, what they have experienced. And of course, when you find something in common, something you've both tried, the connection is immediately leveled up and I just love that. So, quick one today, but to recap the three reasons why I think it's a good idea for you to try new things, create stronger memories, you'll learn more about yourself and it gives you something to talk about. Hopefully this has given you enough motivation to keep trying new things, but let me know, what would you add to the list? Why do you think trying new things is a good idea? That's it for this week. Thanks, lovely. Thank you so much for listening to the 50 by 50 podcast. I'm really glad you're here. If you enjoyed today's episode, could you rate and leave a review? This really goes a long way in helping other women to find the podcast. Also, if you have a question about turning 50 or making the most out of life, email me at rochelle at herleadershipway.com. You'll find that address in the show notes and I might be able to address it in an upcoming episode. And I'll see you next episode.